Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, it's Kristen. Do you want more Ask Women sent to your email almost every day? Well, then sign up on our ConnectPal page, which is connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast. You'll get tons of free extras like fresh podcasts, articles, videos from Marnie, videos from our guests. It's awesome, and it's definitely worth the $3.99 that it costs per month. So go to connectpal.com slash askwomenpodcast. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women Podcast, we decided to do a full episode of Overanalyze This because we have Rich and Cavino on the show and they have their own show on Sirius where they talk and give advice to people. So they're pretty good at giving advice. So we thought we'd have them give advice. Keep listening. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women Podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. Uh, women, I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts here, of course, with Marnie Kenner. She is the owner of WingGirlMethod.com. And we have, I guess, two voice of men today. Yeah. They good sound voice more like men. 10. You guys are like, <laughs> um, which I think is normal because they're radio hosts from the show Cavino and Rich. That's right. But yeah. I'm. <laughs> yeah, Whitey. But yeah. I'm. <laughs> But I'm white, so I'll say Rich and Cavino. No, but go. it's Cavino and Rich. Yes, nope. I like it I like the style. Matter. Are you saying it's a white thing because you sound more ethnic, so your name should go last? No, <laughs> like I'm no. confused by. Uh, like I, I think white. that's part of it too. I, you know, I guess a lot of times when we talk to either management or publicists or other people, I'm usually the talkative one, so I think they just assume I take the lead, and it's Rich and my Guillermo sidekick, Cavino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Guillermo. So the show is Cavino and Rich. But you started yes. out as a security guard at Sirius? No, no. Yeah. But, I, but I did start off Ain't as Ain't that a, right, Cavino? <laughs> si, senor. Ay, Dios mío. No, but I did start off as a, as a, a guy who drove the van at the local radio station in New York and worked that. my way up and... We have a talk show Bam. now, and that's it. But well, boom, Cavino sounds Italian. It to is. Me. It okay, is. it right. is. But my mom's from Mexico, so I'm a half breed. Okay. Bato local forever. Okay. And, he, and he plays up the Mexican so that so well, I can get away with yeah. racist jokes. Yeah. yeah. So so he can do racist. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> you can still get away with racist jokes as an Italian. That's, that's right. the whole thing about being Italian. Absolutely. Yes. That's why I'm, I play it. My I'm Italian proud side. to be both. See, but growing up in New Jersey. I had to really play up the whole, hey, brother. Of course. Oh, bro, yo, what's going on? A right. Guido thing. Right. Uh, but here on the West Coast, I could be uh, the L.A. player by La Playa. Oh, yeah. No, yes. Don't think so. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, gotta, works great. Got to get into my Mexican roots when I'm out So here. we get three voice of men. Yes. Mexican, Italian, and a <laughs> white guy. And me, yeah. yeah. And Rich, the gringo, loco forever. <laughs> Don't you like them? Yeah, yeah you guys are cool. Honestly, this, this time is going to go by so fast. I did their show like last week or two weeks yeah. ago. I swear to God, it felt like 15 minutes. And I've, I've never spoken so fast in my life. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have to keep Ago. Yeah, yes. and years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, years ago, yeah. yeah. We've had her on. And we remember, like, I know. you really killed it on our show. We're like, oh, hey, you know what? You. A lot of times, not to be a chauvinist asshole, but, you know, but women are on our show. One. I'm Italian and Mexican. I can't help it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. saying for you. Yeah. I was like, you too? No way. <laughs> I wish. Uh, you know, women leave the show and it's like, yeah, wow. Where do they get this bullshit advice from? Mm-hmm. But when she's on our show, I'm like, you know what? She's outstanding. Yeah, oh, kinda... thanks, guys. She's got out- outstanding bullshit advice. Yes, right. exactly. You said it. Exactly. Right. Right. Kristen's right. been working with me for three years, and she, she, knows, mm-hmm. she knows my bullshit advice. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really just want to do a whole episode. We have this uh, segment called Overanalyze This, where we take in questions from listeners, and we just overanalyze the shit out of their questions and figure out what's going on for them. And I know that you guys are really good at giving advice and opinions. You're not shy about sharing what you really think. So I just want to dive into... These questions, yeah. if you're open to it. 
Let's do cool. it. Okay. Love it. Anybody, if you want to write into uh, overanalyze this, write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Okay, you're going to say, we've done this before, but we did it for iHeart. So I'm just saying that this is, oh, this is okay. still fresh for yeah. this show. Okay. Sometimes I reuse questions if they're really good. It's okay. Okay. I get so, it. <laughs> hey, Marnie, Christian, and guests love the show. Uh, very good advice with the without the stupid pickup lingo. I wanted to know if I could get your opinions on the topic of dating when it comes to me not wanting to have kids. In most, if not all societies, having children is status quo and the de- the default choice for most people. I myself was also like that when I was little, wondering, for example, what to name my children, even though I hadn't even thought about the question of uh, if I should have kids or not. Sometime in my mid-20s, probably gradually, I decided it was not for me. And he's 30 now, just letting you know. Uh, does, does me not wanting to have kids or being negative to having kids pose serious problems with women? I'm looking for a serious relationship, though also open to other arrangements. I want to know if you have some thoughts around these topics. And we'll go through Oof. one at a time. Yikes. How early and in what kind of situation and in what way do I tell the woman I want to date or are dating about this? Just say... My ex-girlfriend had like 10 abortions. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just, I feel like you'll get the point across. Yeah. Where do we start? You have, you have 10 ghost babies. Right. I, I think they, I think you got to, you got to talk about this pretty quickly, don't you think? Yeah. Because yeah. then you just you waste can, each other's time. You're wasting the girl's time. Yeah. You can't be doing that. Yeah, I mean, but then you know. you're also assuming that she wants to have kids. I, I had a buddy, uh, my buddy Brandon dated this girl for over five years. And, you know, a lot of times this happens. A lot of times. You date someone and they could change their mind on this. They may maybe a lot of times yeah. women just never dated a guy that they feel like, oh, I got, oh my god, I could see him being the father of my children. Yeah, right. People change their mind, but this girl that he was dating for years didn't change her mind, and he not that he wasted time, but he spent probably he sp- no, she did not want okay. kids, and I think he, you could argue he wasted like thirty two to thirty seven. Yeah, but you, with you with a, a good yeah. a good yeah, those a good, are your prime yeah. sperm. You may yeah. have all you know all expectations. <laughs> I always call that my prime spermo years, <laughs> thirty two to thirty seven. Super spermo years. <laughs> you may have the greatest intentions of having kids and things like that, but before you know it, life could pass you by, right. and the timing never seemed right. And you may feel like, oh, I thought I was always going to be a dad or a kid person, and then you realize it just wasn't cut out for you. It just didn't happen. It wasn't in your cards, and that's just life. And I think people need to accept that sometimes. But what I don't like, and I think it was a key part of what you read there, was. The negative attitude. Yeah. I was talking to a girl just this weekend, and she said, "Ugh, kids! I hate kids." Automatically, I'm like, "You horrible person!" Yeah. If, if, <laughs> if I had intentions of being with her, she just ruined all of them I, because it was I, the I negative. Say, or you could say, 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 say she'll never herself. have your kids, so that's safety. Right. right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I say I hate kids, but I like kids that are in my family. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? No, like, of I like, oh, I fucking you like hate Noah. kids. Yeah, and I like no, like I like kids that I know, but just kids as in general. Yeah, they're they. I look at them more as like a swarm of bees. Like, why would anyone like that? Like, get that. But an individual, <laughs> but an individual bee, they might be great. You yeah. know, because you yeah, get to know, get the to know bee them, and it's not going to sting it you. Stops buzzing so much. Here's the thing: I I have a six year old, right? And she's my life. She's my everything. And what I realized in relationships, you always have the conversation of. Do you want kids? Me too. Okay, great. You're on the same page. But no one ever extends the conversation one step further, and that is, well, how many? Because I want another kid, you know, and, and so does my wife, I think, you know, but Do you think she's a little Have more you met reluctant. Your wife before? <laughs> she's more reluctant than I am right. Uh, I right now. You know, sometimes she's like, yes, and other times, I would, say, I would say that's you being a bad communicator because you marry a girl and you don't, you didn't have no, the conversation. How many kids? You didn't let me finish this bozo. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you know, Careers could get in the way, jobs get in the way, and, right. and maybe it's just not the right time again. But that is something that really has to be discussed because it's not. It's just, do you want kids? Yes. Okay, me too. 
you have to discuss, well, how many are you thinking because... Yeah, but that's also in an ideal world. Like, yeah, my husband and I had important. lots of conversations about that stuff, but when it came down to it, it the, the roles actually flipped, where he was like, let's have children. And I was like, no, I'm 10 years younger than him. And I was like, let's slow it down. Let's wait a little bit longer. And then, you know, same thing to start trying again. It, it, so it, it shifted, not the way that we thought it would have happened based on our conversations in the very beginning. So I agree with you about having the, the uh, broader conversation but it does it does it changes it can change and things do change absolutely and, and the one thing too though is um, you know like i said before kids not for everybody i right. get that but you also can't compare your pets to kids and i think that's the mistake a lot of people make and you're gonna get an eye roll from an honest guy like me you know if i'm showing you a picture of your kid start crying no i'm sorry i, I, I love animals no, I i'm an it. animal no, lover I get it. but it's but then like someone whips out a picture of their dog it's, it's like oh well, look at break. my kid yeah yeah like totally. my dog just died guess what i was sad about it but you know it's much different than if your kid yeah, of course. Yeah, that, that, that kid, that dog, well, he, that dog can eventually like move on and then earn you money. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you very but much. But the main question that he has here is, when do I tell a woman? I I would say like you know, as you were saying, like as soon as possible. You don't have to say like, listen, I don't want to have kids, but you can you can start go, having conversations that are in that direction. I don't think you. I don't think you let someone fall for you. No, I don't yeah, think I mean, yeah, yeah. You have to cut without bringing so, that up. Imagine you and I were hanging out, right? And we hung out one time. What a great date. Oh, we're going to see each other again. And now we're at the stage where we're having great sex. We're having we're going out on these little adventures, having fun. And then we're like, oh, my God, we're falling for each other. And then I'm like, by the way, don't want kids. Yeah. That will crush a woman. Well, I think there's yeah. way. Or, or, or a guy, the opposite way around. Like, oh, my God, guys, I met the woman of my dreams. You can't but at the same time, like, do you say that on the second date? You're, like, having ice cream, talking about, like, stupid shit like The Bachelorette, which is amazing, by the way. Well, I yeah. think um, And you I just say, Chad. by the way. I think there are ways, because I'm actually, because I've been kind of seeing this kid. And this kid? This kid. He this kind of child. feels like a kid because he wears, like, a hat all the time. No offense. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, That's okay. But he, uh, he said early on, and I mean... <laughs> We've only gone out That's with each funny. other three. He times. carries a lunchbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the sexual predator registry, but he's worth it. I'm like, does a kid want kids? That's what I asked him. Um, but he basically said uh, at the that last week in health class, he learned about condoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he said uh, something like, "Oh, I don't like. Oh, I, I don't like." Or he wrote no in a text. He wrote kids, dogs, and then did the greater sign toward dogs. And so it's like huh. a way to kind of. I think I don't know if he's like giving off hints on purpose but i was like oh i picked up on that it doesn't mean that he doesn't want kids but it was a little bit of an indicator to me and i wouldn't bring it up like tonight we're gonna hang out tonight it's our fourth time we're hanging out we're very casual um and i don't think it's appropriate quite yet but he but if i was a person looking for something much more serious right now i would bring it up i just got out of an eight year relationship last month so right now I'm not. So she's only dating kids right now. <laughs> I'm only only dating babies. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't bring it up that, so yeah. that soon. It, it also it, okay. So I would say it depends on the age of the person and yeah. exactly. But what I will it is say this: if for. he didn't want kids, I would probably move on. I would enjoy hanging out with him, but it would be something for me that was a deal breaker. But there are women that don't want kids. Yeah. Well, so it actually leads me gonna... to the next question, which is, do some places or situations have a bigger percentage of women who could be open for a possible relationship with little or no chance of future children? Where do I meet other women like me? I think he needs to, it sounds mean, but like older women that have, that ship has sailed. Like if this, if this, if this guy, Listen, I'm, I'm 37. If I, if I were single, realistically, guys like to date a little younger than them, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe he needs to date women that are his age or a little older. Maybe like maybe a forty year old businesswoman that says, you know, I've never wanted kids. I don't want kids. You could find it. Maybe maybe, maybe develop an app, Marnie. <laughs> but I should. But you know, there's that. Just, just, just look for be. the saddest woman on the street. 
Or the like, happiest. That's true. The that's happiest. True. I, I don't want kids and I'll never have them. Yeah. It must be yeah. like living in bliss. Um, but there's like a farmer's website out there for farmers dating. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are websites and apps that already exist out there that have other people who do not want to have children. Before like, you met your guy, you were on FarmersOnly.com, right? Absolutely. It's a great website. <laughs> She loves and if kale you need to have yeah so exactly out. I like growing organic vegetables I was very into it uh, but I, I would say there's definitely that that information out there so here's my advice in terms of sharing that information like I, I love everything that you guys said I, I think as soon as you start to feel like there is something a little bit more serious potentially that could happen I would bring it up and it's not like a Debbie Downer conversation it's a hey I just wanted you to know this just in, just in case potentially this does go yeah. somewhere but but here's my view on things and just so you know this is not going to change yeah but with the right person it can change you know how many times do people say you yeah, know I, i'm not looking for a relationship it's because you're not with the right person you haven't found the right person the right person will make you change your mind and that could i'm not saying it will but it could happen if you love that person in that way well, then, hold on then let me ask you would, you would you is there a guy that's so perfect that even if he didn't want to have kids you would think about it uh, my aunt phrased this to me before. She said something like, if you didn't get anything else out of life, but you stayed with this person, would that make you happy? And I, I said, no, because that wasn't the right person. So I don't really know how I would, I'd probably say no. Because yeah, I, have a, I have a buddy who's in his mid, he's like mid thirties and he's dating a girl that's two years older. He's 35. She's 37. She doesn't want kids. And his whole life, he's always pictured being a dad one day. And I said, right. before you keep getting more serious, I want you to make sure, you know, friend to friend. You are open to the possibility of not having children. children. Well, I know my, hard, my aunt a married a guy who didn't want kids, and she kind of wanted kids, and now they're 55 or so, and they don't have kids. And they're semi-miserable. I mean, they're fine. They live in, like... They're kind of weird, right? I mean, only because well, you no, kind of get weird. Of, How many cats of, do they have? They have zero animals. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, that's they're, good. But they're kind of, like, they enjoy, like, really fine food and, like, spending their money on, like, really nice cars. And so, yeah. so like, they're... You know what, though? At that age, and Rich and I know a lot of people like this. For whatever reason, you do get a little weird. Whether or not cats are involved, that's one thing. <laughs> but children. you become even more and more self-consumed. And, and you don't have a lot in common with other people your age yeah. because your life is solely revolving around you. Right. And as you get older, that's kind of a lonely sort of weird way to be. Now think, you know? think of this. You're, you're a successful woman. You and your guy together. Imagine. I thought about this recently. I don't have kids. If, if I never had kids, um, because in the back of your mind, everything you sort of plot out is for kids. Like, oh, where do I want to live one day? What house do I want to get? What school district? If we, everything you're sort of saving for or plotting for is for your future family. So imagine if it was just you and one other person with nothing else to worry about. It's sort of amazing and crazy and weird all at the same time. Well, like I mean, for, that sounds like a dream. I'll be honest with you, and I I don't really know if I've talked about this a lot on the show, but I I have a child. He's absolutely amazing. I would never give him away. (laughs) Give him away. Yeah. (laughs) As if that's like an option. Right. I mean, it could be. But like, my life was pretty fun before, and it was amazing. And my husband is 10 years older than I am, and our group of friends still does really fun things, and we have Mm -hmm. lots of single friends, and I think they're going to continue to be single. And I I think we could have had a wonderful life without children. I, I I'm sure I would have said, oh, I should have had kids and like when I hang around with other families and stuff, I probably would have questioned it and wanted it, but I I, I think I, I would have been okay. Like and I'm a friendly person. I don't need my kid to come visit me in the old folks' home. Like I'm gonna make friends when I'm there. <laughs> I moved five thousand miles away from my mom, so like she doesn't have me when she gets really old. Like right. she's got it so I, I it's I, I think it would be okay. I think a lot of people are now 
doing this and they're not choosing to have families. But I will say there is a part of me where it's like I've always thought I was going to have a family. So that would always be in the back of my mind. I just want a kid so I can see what I look like. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, think about it. How are my genetics? You love yourself and the person you love. And combining those two, like, I wonder what would happen. Wait. You got ahead of yourself. I did not say I love myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just curious what my DNA would look like. No, but I'll I'll tell you what an egomaniac would think uh, because that's us. How how many awesome versions of myself can I make? Exactly. Yeah. Like is my kid, like, like I want to see if my kid is like cool like hot, cool eyes or like yeah, like how do I make you cool honestly that's what we they'll probably end up just burning my house down like that's where the pride me. comes from is like just watching them do things we were on the beach last weekend and we were just reminiscing about our days in Venice when we were like single we're like oh that was awesome and he's like but I honestly think that this moment now just watching him like stand in the sand I get a better feeling from this than any time when we used to be free on the beach in Venice and like those individual moments and those like, sure. you know, like, those feelings is so fulfilling but I mean going and doing what you want during the day whenever you want to go do it and possibly going on a trip whenever you want to is also a fantastic feeling. Absolutely. How come you didn't make fun of her? If I said my day's in Venice, you would have jumped on me. Uh, <laughs> my day's in Venice. You say, Venice, Venice, Barcelona. <laughs> Let me, can I ask you one more thing about this, though? Do you think our generation is way different? Uh, yeah, there you go. Big exactly. different. Way different than our parents, meaning if your parents' generation had that single friend, they were a little weird. I have so many single friends that are ranging from 30 to 40-something that they're not they're not single like not married. They're not in a relationship. Yeah. So I think as time goes on, you're you know, the people that are married with kids are going to have a ton of ch- uh, friends that yeah. are just straight up single. I think so too. I have a lot of single friends. My a brother's four, well. 40 and single and I He's probably having a fine time. <laughs> yeah, but there are gonna... other people who are having a fine yeah. time. Yeah. Like there's so many different choices for But kids can keep you together too. Like my there. parents hate each other, but they have us so we've kept Aww. them together. You, know? you moved away. You're such a horrible right. child. Okay, one final question from this guy whose name I don't know. He said, with kind regards, me. Uh, is it possible to persuade the women who are not really sure or haven't thought much on the issue? Or will that uh, at some point That's end creepy the to persuade them. Let them find what they want. Don't – I mean – you can lay out like little breadcrumbs that you don't want them, but don't. Try. I don't think skewing someone that's a little culty sounding. Yeah, I, I yeah. actually agree with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think want you to can talk that. to them about. I mean, the, the pros and cons or benefits. Yeah, yeah, sure. But you don't. Yeah, I wouldn't say the word persuade is the best thing, but yeah. you potentially could shift a person's way of thinking. I know a lot of women who are in relationships with guys where this has been brought up, where they're like, "Oh, wait, you don't want to have kids," and they're six months deep into a relationship, and like they're thinking, "Oh, you said that before, but I thought you were kind of joking about it," or like what you said that it could possibly change, and then they had to be faced with the fact that, "Okay, do I love this person enough for it to just be he and I for the rest of our lives?" and and that's been challenging. And a couple of them have have, have switched mm-hmm. their point of view. And a couple of them have, have stayed as, you know, deciding not wanting to have kids. So it's possible to not persuade, but to you know possibly what? alter a person's opinion. I'll say, why, why bring kids into the mix at all? How about just express the fact that you're a good family guy? Like, for example, you know, my wife thought I was the biggest scumbag ever. She thought I was a, a sleazy ass. Chasing she's a good, like she's a good, re- good reader of, of, of yeah. people. She's like, yeah. this guy's a scumbag, yeah. you know. But to win her over, I let her in on a side that, you know, she didn't know about. That I, I love my mother. Yeah, like <laughs> that a vulnerable my, side. That I'm a mama's boy. That you I love are. my mom. That's I, that's cute. I, I love my dad. I have sisters. Uh, I have dad. a brother. You know, I love going home and spending time with them. That that, that I that I really do enjoy spending time with them. So without saying, I want to have a big family and let's have kids. I barely know you. I let it be known that 
you know, I am a family guy, and there's this side to me. And either you're going to like that. How did you that, let her know? What were, what were your by, reactions? By, by constantly talking about my family oh, okay. and how much they mean to me. And then you just got to practice. And then I just got to practice. <laughs> yeah, that was a, and it's true. You know. True story. But you don't and have you poked to, a hole in the condom. You, you could be, you could be pushing someone yeah. away. <laughs> you're like, He's what? not wearing those. You could be pushing. I don't wear those. Uh, those are for amateurs. You could be pushing people away if you're bringing that sort of thing up. But if you let them know that family is a priority, then you're saying it without saying it. Yeah. yeah. No, so. I agree. We've talked about storytelling all the time, like how you could express so many things about yourself by telling a story. And there's a lot of people, we were talking about pickup artists before we went on the air, but you know, there's a lot of stories of that are told by pickup artists that are carefully crafted to provide certain feelings to women right away. But, but if they're sincere and honest and authentic, they are definitely helpful tools to let somebody know a lot of things well, about I went out without saying it directly. One of the first guys I went out with um, after breaking up, uh, he had just tons of pictures of his family. And you could see on Facebook, they all comment on each other's their mom comments. And then the sisters comment back and like the dad, like, you know, and I, that was like, oh, wow, that's really, really cool. Yeah. That, but then you know something about right. them. They're showing you visually. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we got to talk about that one for about 16 minutes. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I know. that's why it's called overanalyze uh, this. We do this every single time. We okay, did it. <laughs> here is the next question. Uh, hey there. Uh, there's this girl that I like at the workplace, but I don't know if she likes me or if she's being nice. Because one time she gave me candy and then a high five <laughs> two times. She likes kids and, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what to talk to her about. And I know she'll reject me like others did before. And I'm not confident at all I really have no hope for the future and I have oh God competi- <laughs> and I have competition around me a lot Dan what do I do love negative Norberto Jesus <laughs> just saying uh, just keep eating candy give yourself some pleasure yeah, exactly somehow. so what is it what okay. she gave him candy Right, that was the big thing. Right and, there. And, two, and two high fives, not just two, one. Oh like two shit! High fives. Yeah, this this girl doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm you gonna back you up on that. She, the I, candy's kind of like a gesture to kind of get away. Yeah. One. yeah, and the high fives are like, eh, get away like, again. Don't touch me hey, anywhere. They weren't, else. They weren't yeah, candy. They were breath mints, buddy. Get the hint. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, no, no, no. I think um, a great indicator, at least you know, what always worked for me is is always eye contact, and and I feel like women get a little feely. And comfortable, like they let it be known. Like if a woman likes you, I don't think there's any secret there. She's gonna touch the back of your arm. She's gonna rub her boobs on your back. Women know what they're doing. <laughs> Who are you, you know, meeting? Like the women, he, said, he said at the office place. Like he yeah. might be at his computer. She might a little lean like over. Yeah. There'll be a little body contact. I knew, what if, what if your boobs can't reach? Honestly, right. I can't I can't all the way in. But there's there's. The there's high contact. five. The high five contact. is. The if they most... don't like you, they won't make contact. What, is there anything? That's absolutely true. So there's there's a kid that he's a super nice guy. I know him, um, and he found out that I broke up with my boyfriend, and he's just you know texting me like you want to hang sure out. So many it's, guys are doing that now. A little bit, but yeah. he's like, do you want to hang out? Let me know if you need any help. Blah blah blah. And he should know by my text because my text. I'm not mean. I'm nice, and that's when it's. It means that she doesn't like you when she's nice. Explain that a little bit more for people who are listening. Very polite. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I'll talk to you soon. Flirty, nothing flirty. Nothing. Like, no emotion. Like, like, yeah, what, none. What this guy's saying in his in his email in his in his text to you or whatever it was, he's saying there's nothing more asexual than a high five. <laughs> there really is. Like if, if, I, if except me, I'm if, the only thing more asexual. If, if, if I if, if you were single and you met a girl and she's like you like and you're feeling her and she's like yeah. yeah. Goes to give you a high five, you'd be like, "Oh man, yeah, yeah. high five!" You guys, Lame. if if she gives you a high five, maybe 
um, like after you guys just made out or something. Or that's, I mean, yeah, that's different. I mean, that's, well, that's, that's something that playful. I would do. Yeah, yeah it's playful. It's a playful high five. But if you're just in the office and she's like, hey, high five. It's... Well, what about some general guidelines for people like Dan who are just like, how do I tell if this girl's into me? Like, is it important to, to start thinking like, okay, well, she did this. She did that. She gave me that sign. Is that like a waste of time to focus on those I think things? he needs to change his mindset and just assume yeah. that all the chicks want to be with him anyway. Mm. I think a lot of it starts positive, from yeah, just thinking mindset. you're the man. You know? He clearly didn't think he was How did change it? Well, because, okay, so the, uh, the episode before this, uh, Christian wasn't here, but we had this guy, PJ, who was in it. It's so funny because he had lived in New York for all of his life, and he's like, I was the king there. I just thought everybody wanted me. Moving to Los Angeles has been a huge blow for his ego, not because he, he he's tried and failed, but because in his mind, he doesn't have his social circle. He doesn't have his confidence. And right. he's like, honestly, I was in New York. 10 or a New York 9, I'm a Los Angeles 3. Like all these negative things that he was telling himself. And he would say when he, when he sees women, he's like, I don't know if they're smiling at me to be nice or they're smiling at me because I want them. But either way, I don't do anything about it. And I was talking to him about changing if his mindset. If a woman mindset. smiles at you, jump on it because it doesn't happen that yeah. often. Eye contact yeah. is huge. Yeah. I, I yeah, feel like you're absolutely yeah, 100% right. I want, I want right. to hear more about the, the I, mindset stuff. I, I'll scour, you know, you scour the room. If you get eye contact back, it, it's obvious when you're looking at an attractive woman and she doesn't look back at you. I mean, anyone that doesn't get the – guys that don't get the message, I don't understand. Because you could – even at the gym, let's say, even at the gym. I'm not saying that's a great place to pick someone up. But if you make eye contact with someone, right, if they're going to make eye contact what back with you or not, it's either going to be a smile back or they're going to blatantly not even look in your direction. Yeah. What if it's eye contact while you're creepily staring at them through the mirror? Does that count? <laughs> oh, yeah, it does count. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. But I, w- but I want to hear more about mindset. Like, how do you actually change your I don't mindset? Think, I don't know if you can. I mean, but I, I, you could try. I think it comes from a set of confidence that you it comes got. comes self-worth. If you th- yeah. I, I, it sounds ego-driven, but I used to think. It has to be. I used to think that. Anyone that would reject me in a mean way. This could be people that are just not going to like me. This could be people that are not going to like you. What? But oh, I always, no. but I always said, if I went up to someone, if they if they give me the cold shoulder or were rude, it's they're missing out. I'm a nice. I know I'm a nice guy. This guy should know. Hey, I'm a nice guy. My intentions are nice. I'm a I'm a gentleman. If this person is rude to me, like screw them. Yeah, that was have, the mentality. You have to yeah. believe it. Do you, you know? always felt that way? Or did you earn no, I, that? I, I think you, you know you 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 learn to be more confident. You learn that everyone's insecure. You, I mean, I'm sure you've discussed this on your show. Yeah, absolutely. You, guys, see from a woman perspective, you two are both beautiful women, right? So oh, it's a little you can come back on the show. It's a little <laughs> it's a little trickier, I think, for beautiful women to understand. But guys put beautiful women on a pedestal sometimes, where they forget, like. Oh, until you Just see, they want to look up their skirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We're saying put your penis on a pedestal. Guys. Yeah, your, your yes. penis is worth something as well. Yeah, yeah. But until you see a woman getting ready to go out, until you see a woman insecurely inse- being insecure, trying to pick out what outfit she's wearing, and I, I feel chubby today. Until you see a woman in her real element, yeah. guys think that all beautiful women are so, like overly confident and unflawed. So I think, and that, that's completely false. And that's completely false. But th- then you got to look around the room and say, see that beautiful woman over there. She is as insecure and nervous as I am or you are or anyone. Anybody else. Is. Yeah. Exactly. We, we, we all go to the bathroom. We all do embarrassing things and we all get exactly. insecure and uncomfortable. One little thing that I wanted to talk about uh, for mindset and in, for shifting mindset, because this is something that I actually went through. I used to be very insecure, very shy, very anxious. I like put myself down on a constant basis. So even I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the, the PJ episode, but I was talking to him about switching the way that he believes things and he talks about things. And it's an exercise that I have that's called reframing. Okay. So the first step to reframing is just taking notice of the fact that 
that you're speaking harshly and negatively about yourself, whether it's in your own mind or out loud to other people. And with reframing, you're literally reframing whatever it is that you think or whatever it is that you say. So you can actually say, oh, yeah, I'm really horrible at that. You put that out of your mouth and then you catch yourself because you notice it and you say, you know what? Let me take that back. I'm not good at it right now, I think but you, I'm working on it. I think it. something good for people to do is to call if, – if you have a friend that does that, kind of call them out on it. Yeah, just be like, dude. That kid that I mentioned that I'm kind of seeing, I posted a picture on Instagram and he wrote and – and the caption was very self-deprecating. But the picture was like kind of a pretty picture and he wrote, I love that picture of you on Instagram but I'm not – liking it and I wrote why and he wrote because of the caption because it was self-deprecating right. and I thought that was cool because he called he was calling me yeah. out on it and oh, I, I like this yeah, guy. yeah this kid knows what he's doing yeah growing up a little boy I, 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 I feel like um, I feel like guys need to believe the stuff that they're saying I feel like there's a lot of guys like this guy in the email who isn't where he needs to be in life and they use that as a crutch or an excuse to not pursue what they want yeah. we have friends like that like oh I don't have the place that I want or I'm not at the job I want or I'm not at the weight that I want to be at and so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait I'm gonna put dating on hold like, and I'll tell you what man right. I made a, an, an ass career out of selling girls on my goals and my <laughs> true belief even though I was living in my parents basement of where I was yeah. going and what I was gonna to do and who knew you know what I was gonna do but I really did believe it and if you're that confident and you might even say delusional it doesn't matter but if your work ethic backs it up then anything's possible if you believe that you're gonna do this and I'm gonna have this house and I'm gonna be this guy and I can't wait to do that and you sell women on your goals I think that you know there's no girl that's out of your league there's, like there's, I, said, I don't I, believe in leagues. I was yeah. dating beautiful, exist. beautiful, successful women. I shit you not living in my parents' basement. Because really? Truly, Tell me more about this. Because they truly believed the bullshit. And it wasn't bullshit, but the stuff <laughs> that I was selling. They truly believed my lies. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> because I believed my lies. Yeah, you they're not lies. They're not lies. They're you truly own, believed what you had to However you want to perceive yeah. it. You know what I mean? But Do at you, the time, it, it was just my my goal and hope. You know, There was nothing solid behind it. And it's all a matter of how you're talking about the framing, right? And I think that's that's genius because- we have a we have a friend, a listener of our radio show, and I remember having this conversation with him. His name is Mercer. He lives in Pennsylvania. He's like the nicest dude, right? And he's a chem- he's a successful chemist. And he's like, "Well, that's boring. Why would a woman want to hear about that?" I'm like, like "I'm like, you can make awesome. you can tell some interesting story at dinner about I was mixing these chem." I'm like, "There's a way to angle and frame everything." You he, but he went into the dating mindset. Of, I think I just think of like d- date rape drugs. Like he's like he, can, <laughs> he has the best recipe for yeah. d- date rape. Could've, could've right. So, if, so if good stories doesn't work, then right. yes, that's the yeah. end. But I just felt like, I felt like he was framing his whole scenario wrong. Yeah. Well, that's what so many guys do that, that I work with, where they're like, "What do I talk to women about? I, I like uh, IT, video games, like all these things." Where I'm like, "That. Tell me about the TV shows you watch. Tell me about the video games you play. I think those are cool. So just open your mouth and be passionate you, about it." You could. Uh, you said TV shows. Like you could just bring up the simplest thing, like Game of Thrones or The Bachelorette. Yeah. You could find something. There's you have always in common, something to right? talk about. Passion okay, goes I a do long, have a question. Way. Do you think that the attitude that you had when you were younger, and most likely every single one of us in this room, did have that? same attitude maybe not Kristen <laughs> I'll tell you what though what she's throwing out I could see where that's appealing though because oh, she, yeah because I, like right now I'm like I'm like she seems like lovely and awesome but there's a slight part of her that's damaged I know I could fix it's if awesome. I was single oh my god you just see all the guys like, that I just, come I, on to this show who she's brought on like I'm married I'm married and her. I want to fix her I want to be like let's <laughs> every <laughs> guy is like that with yeah, her but, like I want to help you in some way yeah, I know, I guess, I guess, somebody she, has to fall that trap she's somebody fishing on Instagram yeah but I'm just saying like I like, well, no, it was true. It was true. It was. I basically said I, it was like stupid. Like I looked like bummed, and I was like, "When you're going to audition, and you know you're not going to get it." 
<laughs> I, and it's true. I like I never I never book anything. But so that's, it's not that's like funny though. At least. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't like, like I was. Like, I'm just saying in, right. in in 20 minutes of being here, what I'm guaranteeing guys are all into what she's. Oh yeah. Putting out there because you. Because you're you're beautiful, you're you're quick and funny. I love the show. You're quick and funny, but <laughs> at the same time, at the same time, you're like you, you. Every so often, you're like, I'm slightly damaged. I'm slightly damaged. I'm yeah, slightly damaged. Yeah. And it makes a guy be like, I I'll could help I you. Could, I, I will fix you immediately. <laughs> I, <thought> you were <laughs> gonna say, I yeah. could fuck you. I will fuck you and fix you <laughs> and immediately. That Perfect. My question was: Do you think that that is something that can be learned? That type of belief system in yourself. Um, learn through small goals and through. Uh, like you probably just had it. Right, well, your parents I, I, telling I, you. We say this all the time. This might be the dumbest thing you ever heard, but we always say that uh, you build a lot of confidence in, in little league. You know, these are all things that build. That's the why I didn't get confidence because yeah. when I was like playing sports when well, I was I eight years baseball. old, all the coaches were mean to me and put me on the bench and like ever. It sucked. It was awful. Right. No. So that's where of, it, I sit down. You talking about the reframing? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was just thinking. So I'm like, I can fix you. Well, when, when, you don't have to reframe when you have a good foundation. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to have a good foundation, right? But. There were times where I got kicked in the balls and I felt like shit and I, and I was in a low place. Maybe I got dumped or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. But that's when you have to pick yourself up, hit the gym. And those are small confidence builders, you know, things like that. And I feel like those go a long way. And you, and you can change your mindset. Absolutely. Everybody feels like a do you like think later in life you can get those same experience? Like, should guys join a little league team? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they would play so no. much better than the eight-year-olds. <laughs> little league, little league framed it. What do you say? And I agree with what he's saying because the little we say the little league theory is interesting because if you're good at little league, you get confidence, right? Yeah. But if you're not, then it's forcing you to find the play. So if you're the kid in little league that's not good, but you're like, all right, if I'm the funny guy on the team, all right, if, as long as I'm telling jokes, everyone's laughing. I don't need to be good. Right. I'm the funny guy on the team. Then if you're totally terrible, then that might be when you say, yeah, I'm going to try to learn how to play the guitar. Right. You, like little. <laughs> Right. It's such but a great. A it's a great learning mm -hmm. system for for you know young boys, and I and I think that's where you gain confidence. Your confidence. Foundation. And what, you, and what you're saying about the framing, I know it's a little cultish of a book, but sort of like the secret. If if you really think about yeah. it, like people say, there's two ways to say everything. Don't forget to do that, or can you please remember to do that? It's there's negative yeah. and positive yeah, way to can, present. You can change your mindset. Yeah. I realize you know? I complain mm -hmm. a lot. And I and I, I said recently, you know, I gotta stop complaining. You know, you gotta stop complaining. So you could because well, you you're reinforcing your it to yourself as well. So you, like, right. I just say it's bad PR for everybody. You're you're uh -huh. doing bad PR for yourself because you're like literally telling yourself, I'm not good. Like you yourself are saying this, so it must be true because it's coming out of mm -hmm. your mouth. And then you're telling other people as well. Oh yeah. So it's it's just like you're bad just PR it. all around completely. So it's no good. So yeah, reframing is a great exercise, and I love everything that you're saying about the fact that you can gain confidence with slow moves over time, whether you are an eight-year-old, or I think you, you, there's many things that you can do later on in life to build right. that same level of Absolutely. Well, don't, don't you also want to be around happy people that are just <laughs> I love how he looked over at you. Fun to be around. <laughs> no, because, no, because uh, you know, as, you, as you're reentering. Happy the, people the, like me. The like me. <laughs> like me. No, the, like the dating world is that I, we look at it this way. Every time we've hired someone for our show, or an intern or anything, you know, people come in with resumes and shticks and yeah. here's my CD, here's my this, here's my demo. It, it, the, the number one thing I always think, and you think the same, is do I want to hang out with this person every day? Right. Yep. That trumps everything. You yep. want to be around people, and that, that translates to dating as well. Someone could come in and seem like Prince Charming on paper, but when you're sitting there, you got to say, do I want to be around this person every day? And you know yeah. that applies for everything. Well, back to Rich's stop touching secret thing. No. <laughs> I'm, 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 stop uh, caressing me. You're my pal. Uh, we, Rich and I, did an experiment. Well, a few times. You know, we we did this. We read it. I think in the secret. It was one of those Neil Strauss tactics from back in the day, and mm -hmm. it did actually work. Even though I don't necessarily condone all that stuff. If you act like you're having the best time in the room, even if you're not, 
you will draw positive oh, attention. It's, 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 it's a, it's a funny social experiment. You yeah. can take a couple of your buddies or girlfriends, <laughs> go to the bar. If you're at the bar and everyone else is sort of a little subdued, yeah. if you guys like, oh, belly laughs, like, 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 hey, what's going on? Guys will be like, what's going on? And girls will be like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, like, yeah those are the tables genuine, I always looked at at restaurants. Now, Why are they having so much fun? I want to be a part of whatever they're talking so, about. So now if it's genuine, yeah. then people are going to gravitate toward you. So yeah. so my, my, my advice for Sorry, this guy is to, you know, you can sort of shift that sort of mindset, bring some of the fun to the room, you know, be the funny guy and just act like you got the biggest hog in your pants. Yeah, exactly. See, when I Dan, see, when you can I start giving table, her candy and high fives. When right. I see a table laughing, I just assume they're all making fun of me. Like, that's, see, that's, where, that's where your brain goes. No. But I actually, I have been doing this um, now that I'm trying to date. I've been trying to be more, uh, like, positive and fun so they don't see that I'm, like, the worst. <laughs> you know, like, I'm really trying to change my my. I'm, I'm trying to make things not sound so downer. Right, right, right. I'm really working hard. But on. you had eight years of practice. You were probably in a more down place. So I, I understand how it's like more challenging to get to that place. But yeah, but I'm trying you're, you're to reframe. Uh, yeah, you're actively way. doing it. What's the down place? Like heartbreak? Is this the whole thing? Oh, the eight years thing? Yeah. Oh, it was just a really negative relationship. Oh, uh, so it, yeah. w- it, was, it sucked, basically. Yeah. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that'll, that'll, that'll suck the energy out of you. Yeah, it will. Yeah. It's a mojo killer for sure. Yeah, even, even Trisha was saying, she's like, it's a whole new person <laughs> that walks into this room. It's, it, it, it honestly is. Since you have decided to make this move, it's like you're at a complete 180. Yeah. So it's fantastic. Okay, we're going to take a small break, and then we'll be back to overanalyze more. Thanks for listening to Playboy Radio. You want to hear more? Catch us on TuneIn.com slash Playboy. We promise you won't be disappointed. Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Hey, this is Justin Willman, comedian and magician. It's your girl, Carly Red from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the movie Top 5. Hey, this is Dr. Buck Parker from NBC's The Island. You're listening to Playboy Radio. Playboy Radio. Playboyradio.com. The only station to listen to. Thanks for listening to Playboyradio.com. Now, back to the show. That makes, that makes sense. Hey, guys, yes. we're back. As you imagined, we were chatting like crazy right, during exactly. the break. Just covered 12 <laughs> different <laughs> topics in three minutes. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I want to get to the next question. Um, I love your podcast, and I like Marnie's website and all the resources. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always leave in the good comments. In the comments. Well, why not? Everybody should know how awesome we are. I agree. Yes. Pat yourself on the back. That's the best part about it. Yes. I'm, I'm reframing and, and, and I'm this telling myself. the only reason we do questions. Right. Just exactly. To get the exactly. It's like retweeting when someone says something nice about you. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. why would you not? Why would I show I love other you so people? Much. Retweet. Exactly. Um, I do have a question that I'm not sure if you cover, but hoping you do. I've been married for seven years, and my wife and I have not had sex for the past two years. Pathetic, (gasps) right? My question to you is, what do you do when sex disappears in a marriage, and how do you find it again? Two years. That's a long time. I was in a shit show of a relationship, and it wasn't even two years for us. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I mean, it was This guy, guy, El Wapo, once told me. If you want the woman, you take the woman. <laughs> take wow! The woman. Ah, I, I've quoted this before. I on mean, the show. you guys—it was El Wapo or the other guy. It was El—it was El Guapo. He said it. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, he says it. He says too, it to El Wapo. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, it was. This is from the Three Amigos, right? Three Amigos, yes, yes. I mean, this guy. 
He's got to be ashamed of himself. I understand ah, how things happen. It's my favorite movie hey, of all time. And we all have lulls, by the way. You know, yeah. I'm not saying, hey, dude, I lay it down every night. I'm the last guy. And plus, I'm lazy. <laughs> right. But, I mean, you have to take a bit of accountability here, right? Two years? How is that? There's no excuse if, for that. If he said two months, we'd all say. Right, okay. Uh, hey, hey, things yeah. happen, and you go through differences and ups and downs. Two but years. Two years. Just, I, I guess he's asking how to get out of it. We could mock him and say no. two years. But what, 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 but what do you think guy? is actually going on? Because I will tell you, this else. is a very common story. You know, know. Every relationship I've ever been in that failed, sex always stopped, and that's because their mind was elsewhere. And whether that was on another dude's wiener or whatever the case was, it wasn't with that guy. She's unhappy in the relationship, period, bottom line. Yeah. So he has yeah. to fix that or get out because he's going to get hurt and she's going to end up cheating I on I mean, I dude. should have known for me that when I stopped wanting to have sex with my boyfriend, I should have just left then. But yeah. I let it go on way too long. Yeah, and the girl's never going to admit it. She's never going to be like, right. yeah, there's another dude. And then you find out later I on. I don't know if it's always about another dude. No, it's, I would it's say not actually, about another actually, dude. I would say most often it's not about well, another then, dude. Well, then it has to do with everything about her being Dissatisfied. unhappy in this relationship yeah, yeah. and unsatisfied. So then what Absolutely. does he do? So because he, I would say, like, what do you do when you when the sex out of the relationship? Like, you, you go find it. But you figure it, it's it's buried underneath the well, sex. It has nothing to do with sex. You're asking, like, an, an age-old question. Like, how do you recreate? a spark you know yep. and that's almost impossible to do but but there are things you can do you know and that's just communicate that's you can't the first start a fire without a spark no you can't but what would you advise to a guy like how do, how does he actually go two and communicate years. so after two years I, there's a lot of I, shit that's going on there's a lot of frustration tension there's guy, things she's angry about let's 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 back it up for a second if you're okay. if you're beep, in a two beep, year beep. if you if you're in a two year slump <laughs> really stupid. are we assuming it's physical meaning did someone let themselves go because my vain guy perspective is like maybe this guy got fat and his wife doesn't want to have sex with him anymore. I know yeah, that. Got, my, I mean, got, my my vanity. I think this sounds terrible. Trim your ball hair. But my yeah, maybe this guy's got <laughs> gross balls. Trim the huevos. I don't I don't know what's going on, but I, I know that it sounds terrible. But I've when I've gone through slumps with girls, I've I've never said I'm going to go somewhere else. But I let it be known that this is sort of not what we were in the beginning or what's we. I I will I will say something. I maybe maybe this isn't 100 percent for every single woman in the world. Like my husband has gone up and down in weight. He has hairy balls sometimes. Not hairy balls sometimes. <laughs> like he's got a lot. Of things that are pretty disgusting. Yeah. But when I'm in love with him, I like when I say when I'm in love with him. Like I don't; those things don't bother me. When I'm bothered and annoyed with him, they bother me. Yeah. Uh, When I'm angry about something else, they bother me. Right. Is that the difference between men and women, or is that is that just the difference between her and I? Men have balls; women don't. (laughs) No, but I'm saying when my balls are hairy, he's fine with it too. (laughs) When you've had, uh, I call them sexual standoffs, where like sometimes you know week a week or so go by and you're just not clicking, or or maybe longer for people. You know, I, I I feel like those sexual standoffs could sometimes be physical i don't know like you're just i, not I cl- agree with yeah. you as well because it depends on what their belief system is about who should initiate or whatever's going on and like if a woman's not feeling so good about herself and he's not initiating then she's like waiting for him to initiate and i a lot of women are not uh, vocal uh, about those things to say like when are you gonna have sex like gotta, i want to have sex yeah, you gotta you gotta analyze where you're going wrong i'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a personal story i remember one of the last times my wife and I were having, as I call them, the sexual standoffs. There were two problems. Problem one was that she, you know, I'll, I'll tell her you're her problem first. And I was the bigger problem. I was not, <laughs> I was not initiating, or I was not doing any of the little things. I, you know, the, the little things that guys do in the beginning. Well, can, I, the, can I give advice to back that up? Yeah. Stop masturbating, guys, because you're taking away your own your own urges of, of passion and oh, desire. Yeah. If you're in a sexual slump, don't jerk off a lot. Yeah. Because if you if you if you're if you're saying, ah, eh, we're we're not getting, and you're really just doing that like every day, honestly. Make, give yourself a little extra urge. Stop, stop for a few weeks, and right, then you'll really that. have that desire. But 
I was uh, I was not doing the little things. I was not being romantic. I was not coming on to her. I was not making the moves or anything. But on the flip side, I was telling her every time I would come home or see her, she would already be in like yoga pants with her hair in a bun and her makeup as well. And I said, you know, you're not giving me anything and I'm not giving you anything. And we had we we're having a standoff. Yeah. It was like yoga pants and hair in a bun versus me not trying. And that, right. you know, that that ends in no bueno. So, but you did say something, which I think is yeah. We, we talked about the, it. The, the important piece here, I think, for whatever that's scenario happens, yeah, two years standoff. Yeah, two years standoff. There's a lot of things that are somebody. going on, but you, the, communication is the key for whatever level this gets to. So, I like that you finally did say something. Like, yeah, you're wearing your yoga pants, and I'm just not turned on to flirt with you. So, what are we going to do about it? Exactly. But like how? So th- this this show is mainly for guys. Like, how does a guy, if there is something that's been going on for two years, and obviously it's been going on for longer, the two years is just the slump that he's been in. With, there's been no sex. I'm sure a lot of the things have been built up for a lot longer. Yeah, that's than that. not a slump. He he's, he got sent down to the to, to me, the minors. I just think yeah. they have to get a divorce. Do you think so? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I think no. But why not talk to somebody first? Though? You can talk to somebody first. But what about but talking I, to I your just, significant other? Well, of course, do that first, and yeah. then if that doesn't work, go to another person. But then I just think that there are so many things at that point that you're just not in love with each other anymore. Yeah, but I believe that. I, I, I think that changed. I, honestly, there's so many things that get manifested into this mm. bigger picture of all of these things that build up. Yeah. That honestly, if you just got one of your needs met for like a month, yeah, it's like a domino effect. Like, I'm, I'm with you. Can help. I'm, I'm with you. These, these, they're very positive. I think yeah, sometimes yeah. Uh, Kenny Rogers got to know when to fold them, <laughs> to- know when to hold totally. them, know when to walk away. Some, some people just think. There's people that are it's way easier too... to stay together yeah. and not do anything think, about uh, it. Some people leave too quickly, but then I think there's other people that are like, it could be fixed, it could be fixed, and some things just can't yeah. be fixed. It could be over. He could say, listen, I'm not feeling it. Maybe she's not feeling it. And but that's an odd way to look at things when life goes through cycles. You change constantly. Mm-hmm. So who's to say you're not going to change to the person that's better for her? You change in a similar way that works in the future. Meanwhile, you folded them, and it could have worked, and you're trading her problems for someone else's I think else's there's like a realistic timeline, though. Like two years is a long time. I think if it was six months or maybe a year, but two years, I it's going to be three that's years, why. and it's going to be four there's years. There's a lot of resentment, but, oh, but why you, not talk to somebody? Would you in your marriage regardless of no two years no but i would address it you know what's on the line here i wouldn't stay in the relationship for a kid but does he have a kid do they own a home these are all things that are important you know i don't know what he has with this woman right but these are all reasons these are all reasons to at least maybe reconsider are there other options before calling it quits you know people are real quick to jump that's why i say this but yeah, took me there's a clear years. problem. I know, right, exactly. Well, so tell me about like what open communication looks like. Like, how would you approach that conversation with? Well, I'd imagine they're not communicating very well right now since they've had a two-year standoff. So, uh, does it? You know, I could eventually suge- it's going to be a standoff with actual guns with yeah. these two. I, I, like. yeah. I can <laughs> well, suggest. Uh, I can suggest like a, a heartfelt like you know, uh, babe. I really I want this to work, and we're so far apart right now. Let's you know let let's try to find let, let's work on this together. He could he could you know really have a heartfelt conversation with her. But if she's not receptive, then I don't know where he would go, right? Because she might. You always say this, Kavina. So yeah, you always say that sometimes, sometimes once lose... a woman checks out, yeah, sometimes it's so hard to bring like him a back. A guy will continue to fight for some dumb reason. Like, this, I, I'm going to get her back. Right. We've all been there with because a girl. Because they don't realize how serious it is until it's until it's too serious. late. Yeah. 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 Guys are always the last to well, stupidly know. And I think girls do hold on to emotions a lot longer and harder and stronger than than men do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, there were things from my relationship that he did the first six months that I'm still thinking about now. 
that right. like I can't yeah. let that shit go. Right, right, right. right you know, right. I understand. And that. so, and the thing is, so this is what what I know about my own communication and about you know I've, I've interviewed like six thousand women now, so about like subtle communication from women. So I I will tell David that most likely your wife has been sadly trying to communicate with you about what's going on for a very long time. Absolutely. Either she's telling you stories about friends of hers and what her husband's doing and how they're not mm-hmm. fixing it, or she's putting you down first there's subtle ways that she in her own feminine way it's not like trying to tippy toe around it she's trying to show you examples of how other people are doing it and something that's not working in your own relationship and if it falls on deaf ears for too long then women build resentment women build resentment and get shut up you know what though here's it and i'm the perfect guy because i've made these mistakes over and over again because i'm denser i'm in my own world i don't know but i'm the last guy to know and i it falls on deaf ears um Oh man, it's just it's so tough, and I and I totally forgot what I was going to say. That's right. No, <laughs> yeah. let, let me, let me, I'll, I'll, I'll save you. When you uh, when you think about, you, you would know best. Do do women would they be receptive? Do you think his wife would be receptive at all if he said, "Listen, I planned a little weekend getaway for us. I want us. To, I, I I I really want to see where things are at." Or I'm not saying buy her. It's, I mean, he's, but he could say, "Listen, I planned a little trip for us. I, I really feel like we need to get on the same page and Depen- connect." It depends where she's at in her yeah. anger. Yeah. So where she's like. If she hates him Talk right now and shit? she's like, Ugh, I have to go spend the fucking weekend with you now, just yeah, the two exactly. of us. Uh, or if she's really like really that wanting things to change. Yes, I've been waiting for this moment. So it just depends on you. Yeah, I, I know where I was going. And, and guys will say, well, what can I do? Right. And, and women also will always say, well, you know, you're not doing these little things or whatever. Whatever these little things are that are making them unhappy or, or making them feel unfulfilled. But they're never very clear on what these little things are. And then there's guys like me that are like, well, look, I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to climb a mountain to make you happy. But I don't know what these little things are unless you tell me what they are. One piece of advice. Sorry to interrupt you. No, but that's really what it comes down to. I feel like guys are willing to do those things, but they don't know what those little things are half the time. Because they don't pay attention. Yeah. Either they don't pay attention or, as you were saying, women are quite vague. Like even I I find myself from I'm like so clearly saying something in my mind because I understand the ins and outs of that thing that I'm expressing. But it's it's not received on the other side because it's not like logical and it's not clear. Yeah. Cut because sometimes I may not want that in that scenario. So it's it's challenging. So I'm going to say two things. One thing that I know as a woman I would want um, I would want action and leadership in that moment where my guy would come in and say, something's going on with us. I don't like it. I don't want it. I'm really unhappy about it. I've been shoving it under the carpet for too fist long. On the table. Yeah, basically <laughs> saying, like, I know this is happening and it's bothering me too and I'm sorry I didn't speak up sooner. But here's what I'd like to do. I've called a therapist. We don't have to go to this one, but this is I've called a therapist. You have an appointment next week. Like, have a plan of action because I know that – also have like a mask of Leonardo DiCaprio's face. Like yeah. just put that on and like she'll Absolutely. be Absolutely. That will always be a win-win. And, and don't play blame games. Uh, take yeah, accountability because no a lot that. of times that, you know, people, when they get into these things, they love to start pointing the finger. Use it this. That ha- yeah. is not helpful. Take if you're trying to fix things, it's not helpful. The other thing, and I have like a much grander advice. You should get this guy's wife's email and you could do it. I know. Seriously. I that would, you would, to know, to know oh, the best path know. of action, you would need to know where his wife's oh, head is yeah. at. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know where yeah. her head is And I'm sure he has no idea where, his, where her head's at. No, so she's not telling for him. him. Exactly. Right. But he's not asking. Right. So that's what I that's where I think a lot of this happens. So I think um, her head's under my bed. I cut it off and I killed her. (laughs) One other thing that is very helpful for a lot of couples. um, And this is still you taking the action to do it, not saying like, maybe we should read this book. It's you doing it. Say, I've read this book. I've got it. Here's what's going on. You read this piece. We're going to figure it out. The five love languages 
is is one of the best books in the entire world. So I've, I've talked about it before, but basically it breaks everything down to there are five love languages that people speak and the way they receive and the way they give may be completely different. They may have like one or two that are top ones for them, whatever it is. You really have to find out what your partner's love language is because if my love language is, I know mine, mine is acts of kindness or acts of service. That's huge for me. So if your love language that you speak is words of appreciation and you're always telling me, oh, Marnie, you look good and this, and and that falls on deaf ears for me. That means absolutely nothing if you're not being kind, if you're not doing kind things for me that show you care about me. That I literally cannot hear the words of appreciation if you're not doing that. And that can, they talk about uh, your love bucket or your love tank gets depleted over time if you're not getting those things that you really need. And a lot of people don't know how to define what they need, like what you said. Or they don't even know that they need these things. And I think having a guidebook like the five love languages really helps people get clear I've, and they're able to communicate. I've used what that book. Um, by not the way, it doesn't read. come in cliff notes, by the way. Yeah, not to read. But <laughs> it I, does. I, know that's what, I know that's what you're does wondering. Really I've used that book as a way to uh, explain or express that I'm being proactive and being a better person. And just that alone oh, huge. scored me a lot of points. Huge. Like, oh, he's doing something. He's researching. And he's being proactive. Okay, cool. So that did open up the the... The what the conversation the I guess. It just the gives her more faith. Like, oh, you care about right. this as well. Right. So that, that did help. Yeah. But I mean I suggest, yeah, you're right. Read the books probably more beneficial no, but it, it, than it, pretending. <laughs> but just knowing about those That's things. Because then even if she can't say, here are the examples, you have a general idea yeah. of what it is that can be. Being proactive is is a great way to show you're serious. Yeah. Well, I know from like and I keep referring back to this relationship I just got out of but well, it was so much talk and so little action of yeah. like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and eventually it just wore me down to where I just didn't even care anymore like if you did it or not because yeah. I was so checked out yeah so it was just like it was just these kind of empty promises of I'm gonna because then you roll your eyes and when they better, say you're like, yeah Ugh. and then when I would roll my eyes and say well I'll believe it when I see it then it would start a fight yeah but it's like you've done nothing to show me that these things are actually possible yeah but I, 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 I think what happens with a lot of couples is like they don't either know how or their ego is involved in some way where it like feels uncomfortable or they don't agree with what it is that other person needs. Either they're un- uncomfortable with it or they're scared of it or they just don't get it. But I think that a lot of communication and understanding that this will make my significant other happy and then she'll like me more and then we'll have sex. Like that, if you put yeah, that Yeah, and I would try mind, to explain that. Yeah. Like, like women are so connected by their brain to mm-hmm. sex that guys, it's like for men, men see a vagina and want to put their penis in it. For women, we don't see a penis necessarily and just want to put it in our vagina. Right. We want to see all the things of action happening and then go, ooh, that's all like amazing. Now I want that penis in my vagina. Yeah, I did this. Um... <laughs> that was a really awkward explanation. No, but that's oh, a good explanation. No, but it is funny. So one other thing about the penis thing, but I did this survey of women to like find out the you know top sexiest parts that they list for a man. Not one woman, woman listed the penis. Well, yeah. I have to beg the difference. That's why I always say keep your penis dressed up. Nice little bow tie. I mean, if you've got a good one, obviously they're going to talk about it. Not one hat. woman said that as, as a sexy part. Isn't that interesting? Mine's ripped. Mine has abs. Yeah, That's amazing. Let's yeah. see it. Yeah. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. No, but I, I think these are all great things that guys also, they need to know about women. Like exactly what you just said, that women are so like cerebral. Like that it's, it's not just about our hormones driving our actions. It's actually our brain drives our hormones. I'm not a scientist at all, so I don't even know if that's accurate. But like, I I can't turn on unless my my yeah. brain is turned on yeah. by you. Absolutely, you, know, and my heart. you could be the hottest dude in the world, 
abbed penis and yeah. Yeah. everything <laughs> with a mustache on it. And yeah. But if you're kind of being unattractive in your actions, eh, no way. Yeah. And you know, you, so I'm wearing this penis ascot for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were actually doing like ripped, <laughs> yeah. like you're doing actual his, his moves, penis like is doing uh, sit-ups right now. Yeah. No, uh, I think you know. I'm, I hate to blame pornography again, but you were saying before it takes away a guy's urge once in a while. It does, but I think a lot of times, a lot of times. Too much porn for a lot of these guys equal the idea that women are just waiting with, uh, they're just waiting there, ready to go. Yeah, like, totally. That's so not just real. Not to sound crude, but that. Not, not sound crude, but just laying there wet and ready to go. Like, guys don't think they need to uh, do any do foreplay yeah. or emotional. A lot of guys just think, oh, yeah, in porn, the girl's just waiting there yeah, for a like, for I'm in Dickens. the post office. Why is nobody offering to, like, <laughs> yeah. handle my baggage? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that is yeah. what happens. I, so, the whole video that I did on. Um, on uh, whether porn affects your the male brain and your 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 say, sex and dating life, uh, it's 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 very similar to the way that drugs affect your brain. You slowly require more and more and more stimulus, and like normal everyday stimulus just just depresses you and doesn't satisfy you anymore. Oh, yeah. So any normal interaction with a woman is going to be like so unsatisfactory. That's why you. if you read uh, current articles now, millennials are way into butt play. Everything's shoving up. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we had this, we had this but, conversation but, but, on our radio show. Just yeah. said. The amount, of, the amount of any type of butt play in general is is up because of pornography. Wow. Really? Yeah. Save this for next time. <laughs> yeah. know, seriously, next time you come back onto the show, we're going to continue talking about butt play. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The, the sale and gas sites must have Thank gone up you. or something. <laughs> Tell people about your show because it is fantastic and we really are, fun. Yeah, Cavino and Rich, and you guys are always <laughs> welcome on our show. Cavino and Rich on Sirius XM. We uh, do more. We're from New York. We're East Coast guys, but we're doing mornings from LA on Rush ninety three. Yes, yeah, and it's on seven, demand. Uh, seven to ten every morning, West Coast time. So it. you can yeah. SiriusXM.com slash on demand if you want to listen to any episode anytime. Perfect. You guys are wonderful. Thank, Thank you guys. You for Thank you. you. Yes, great. great. So much you guys fun. are good looking and smart. And oh, talented God. You stop. Good looking is all that matters. Good looking is all that matters, though. And you're so fixable. Richard, doesn't stimulate hair, bro. You got to show her, dude. Didn't you, exactly. didn't you pay attention? Let me see the ascot. Anyway, <laughs> thank you again for being on the show. If you want to write in questions to overanalyze this, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of our podcast come out every Thursday evening. Please don't be a wimp. Go and subscribe. Do not download individual episodes. Just waste your time that you could be spending on going out and meeting women. You guys are awesome. I'll see you next week.